Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Kat. And that was a phone noise. Did nobody hear it? Hiya. Hi. You looked at me then like, you've got to start this. You always start. I know. I know, you. but I was going to let you start then. <laughs> I was going to be like, go on, Kat, take the reins. I know. <laughs> but you looked at me like... Go on, you t- you do this. <laughs> no, no. You, you always sound good starting. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us and for listening to episode of 11 of The Peak and the Pit. If you don't follow us on Instagram, I'm going to say it again. Follow us at The Peak and the Pit underscore podcast. And make sure that you do like and subscribe to our YouTube, to our Spotify and to our Apple podcast. Yeah, well. get involved. Like... Send us loads of likes and yes. loads of comments and stuff because that that will really boost our ego and that is what life's about, isn't it? <laughs> Getting the likes on Instagram. That's it. <laughs> that is what we live for. Yeah. That is a joke, by the way, <laughs> before anyone thinks, Anyone takes it seriously. I know anyone thinks I'm absolutely crackers. <laughs> I'm going to go in because I watched something on the telly the other night. Right. I know I'm totally not talking about stuff that we normally talk about here and I'm just having a chat with you. The Caroline Flack documentary. Yeah. Did you watch it? I've not watched it yet, but yeah. Mate, it was tough watching. Was it? I think it was so necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we are watching and they are documenting stuff like that and, and things like that are being put out on mainstream channels. Yeah. But it was, I think it was, I was watching it and I just thought, there's so many people to blame here. Yeah. This is huge. This is not just... I'm going to say it. I think the media played a huge part in it. Mm. I think basically with what happened in her personal life, and I understand people put themselves in the public eye and we have sort of, we're accepting of all the positive press. Yeah. But then the moment it's a little bit negative, we kind of shut down and don't want that. And no, you can't write that about me. But I think if we've put ourselves in the public eye, we you have to take the lows with the highs, like, yeah, but there's got to be a balance of that. There is, I feel like overnight she was literally cancelled. Yeah. Like people just switched an opinion of her and it was trolling basically what, what that was. It was relentless, bad press causing people to then go onto all forms of social media and just troll her. I know, I, I remember it. I do remember it because, you know, I'm on Twitter quite a lot. <laughs> it was awful. The things that people say that don't, they don't even know you and they say some horrible things. Like People need awful. to be aware of how much power something has behind it. Like you yeah. might type something out on a keyboard and think nothing of it and think, oh, I'm just saying this. Not even thinking much of it and not thinking they'll even read it. Mm. I promise you now, speaking from experience, people can write... A million lovely things about you. But there will always be that one person that writes something rubbish that will sit with you for days. I can imagine. It's horrendous. I mean, I remember sitting on the Daily Mail once and I've promised myself I'll never do it again. But you go straight to the comment section. Yeah. And people can be vile. Yeah. These people have never met me. And so, I mean, see what I mean? This one comment, right? He said, she could probably suffocate a hippopotamus with those thighs. Is what someone wrote to me. But what, you know, <laughs> I don't understand why people do these types of things because they wouldn't, they wouldn't like it if it happened to them, would they? Not one bit. But you the know. thing is, like, it's like celebrities aren't human. It's like mm. we're supposed to have a, a shield around us that 
repels all these negative comments, but it yeah. doesn't. We sit there and we read them and we take them in. And then we go, oh, wow. Does people really think a, I could strangle a hippopotamus with my thighs? And I, I remember one night I went into a downward spiral reading stuff. And in the end, Dan like basically took my phone off me and was like, what are you doing? This yeah. is not you. You don't do this. Because mm. I'm I'm not. I'm quite, um, well, whatever. Think what you want. I know I'm happy, healthy and whatever. But And I remember the next day I went on my Instagram and did a little video and was like, I'm really sorry that I, because I posted their comments. I gave yeah. them the airtime they wanted mm. and posted their comments. That's what they're after sometimes, aren't they? They just want a response. Mm. And I gave it them. And I was so angry with myself when I woke up that I'd give them a response. Yeah. But I guess I'm lucky in a way that my mind, I can deflect that sort of stuff. I've got a really good network around me. Yeah. But I can't imagine having that amount of abuse, not just from random people on the internet, but from papers that you've probably worked with, mm. press that you've probably worked with before that, where they've posted lovely stuff about you. Yeah. I just think it's all so fickle. Like, how can you post one day how amazing Caroline Flack is? She's wore this beautiful outfit and the next basically cancel her. Honestly, it's it's really bad. It just reminds me about, a lot about like Meghan Markle stuff that she's going through at the moment. It's, it's just, it's terrible. It's madness, isn't it? Mm. I just think there's they've got a lot to answer to. And I just, it all... It all comes down to just everyone just needs to be be kind, yeah. be nicer, yeah. be more aware of what you're writing, what you're saying. Also, like you being that negative, you, you're going to be a negative person. Positivity reaps positivity. Like surely you being horrible on the internet, you can't be living a, ha a happy life. I know mm. that sounds awful, but. Exactly. And I feel like with the papers as well, the like people that write it, like is money worth that much much to you rather than being kind? Because they're writing it and it's, you know, what's going through their heads to write things like that? Yeah, I can kind of understand people have a job. It's again, it's going down to taking people taking pat pictures. Yeah. So people are happy to have the picture taken when they're going outside, say, Rosso in the nice outfit, but then moan when they're being papped, walking the dog round Cholton Water Park. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I get but what I you mean. You can't allow them to take a picture one day and then not the next. No, you're right with that. You're right Do you with get that. what I mean? But I think, I think the problem is, is when it's like false information, that's the problem. Exactly. No one knew what had gone on mm. in that room. No yeah. one really knew. Yeah. A few pictures were leaked. But no one knows apart from those two people. Exactly. And yet everyone jumps onto an opinion, runs with it. It's everywhere. Literally overnight just all come crashing down and I I just I don't know how I've never been in that position so I will never know how that would feel but yeah. I know how a couple of comments can get to me on the Daily Mail so I can't even imagine no you what she went through no you couldn't and especially with someone like Caroline that was so so loved so yeah. liked you know a lot of people looked up to her she got a lot of good press before then didn't she so it, it must have just been something she's she just wasn't used to, was she? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Sorry that I've just started chatting about that, but I feel like I really needed to... Do you know when you watch something and you're like, oh, yeah. it really sat with me. Mm. So I just wanted to chat about it, especially because it's based around mental health. And yeah. and I think if it stops someone making a harsh comment on the internet, then job done. But Definitely. I think it's so important to have a conversation and hopefully it does 
make people think before they're right because people can be in a bad mood or can watch a TV programme and believe that some, someone's character is real and then say some horrible things and it's, it's you know, it's make-believe or it's false. You know, people just need to stay stay off writing bad stuff about other people. You do not know what they're going through. I was watching this morning the other day and I think Will Meller was on there. Or he might have been on Loose Women, one of them. That's all I do in my life now, watch daytime TV. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Meller was on there and he, from years and years ago, I think when he was in Brookside, yeah. he got a young girl pregnant and left her. Mm-hmm. And he said he went into a pub and this old woman just stood up and slapped him around the face. Oh my gosh. Because she was mortified that he'd left this girl pregnant. And it's like, come on, we've got to be able to differentiate between character and and human being here. Some people can't though, can they? That blows my mind. Mm. Like, yeah, it's all well and good having a joke with someone like, oh, you're you're a bit of a horror, aren't you on that show? Yeah. But getting up and slapping (laughs) But I think with everything that's happened in the papers in Megan and stuff, people believe everything they read, and everything they watch. So it's not shocking that someone went and slapped him for that because people believe anything. But I think it's not just it's not just like celebrity life that they believe. I think it's the media has such a powerful position over people's thought process. I know. Like I, I've started watching BBC News. I wish I didn't mm. because I, I wake up in a bad mood every morning now because I watch it. <laughs> but like the stuff they're saying and like I'll spark up a conversation with my parents and we've got totally differing views on it mm. because some people's views are led purely by what the media are saying. Yeah. And yeah. like that's, well, if BBC Breakfast have reported that, then it is true. That's like my grandma, for instance, because, you know, with all this COVID stuff, some people literally live by what the news say. They're telling the truth, they're instantly telling because it's the news. And it's not always the case. Yeah. It's madness. Yeah. It's madness. I just think the media have got a lot, a lot to say for themselves. Maybe it's the public because they're doing what sells, don't they? And we, 100%. people tend to want to read the most outrageous things. So if something crazy's happened or someone's done something really bad, they're more likely to buy that paper and read that story. Yeah, it's the so, biggest headline. Yeah. so It's, it's the most scandalous headline. So the change needs to be within us. We need to just ignore or not buy things that are like that. Yeah. Papers that do that. I used to scroll through the Daily Mail. I will, yeah. oh, I will sit here and say... I had the Daily Mail app on my phone and I was straight to the celebrity section. Mm. And if there was a shocking headline, it's clickbait. That's exactly what it is. Click on it, read it, look at the pictures, straight to the comment section. I deleted the app. I thought, I'm not getting into that. I don't don't really buy magazines anymore, if I'm honest. I used to buy all sorts of magazines, like like your your heat and stuff. I know that I don't even think heat's a thing anymore, but I used to buy that sort of stuff where they pin women against one another in the bikinis who wore it best. And it's like... Nah, we're we're further on than that. This yeah. we're not in that that age anymore where that's acceptable. It's not. So, yeah, just wanted to get that off my chest. Sorry yeah. that I've come in and just attacked you with it, cat. No, it's a good conversation, and I hope that you know it does teach people out there that are listening about it because people are unaware sometimes the effects that these things can have. Hundred percent. So, thank you for bringing that conversation to the table. Ah, oh, night. If we had a table, yeah, if we had a table. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. How did you get on with this week's challenge? I, I really loved this week's challenge. I did, I did. But you know, I can't, I'm taller than you, Jazz, so it's a little bit more difficult for me. But yeah. It was good, wasn't it? It was good, it was challenging. Do you know what I enjoyed about it? I felt like it was, 
I didn't worry about doing it all day. Because sometimes when we had like the yoga challenge or the yeah. Pilates challenge, I'd think, oh, I've got to get up and do my, do that. Like it's half an hour out of my day. This, it was like short, sweet, get up, get it done. It's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I didn't yeah, worry yeah. about having to do it. No. So I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you so much, Adam, for that. Because it's something different. Because we've been doing a lot of challenges that are quite similar or, you know, things that you know, that we probably already tried before maybe, like yeah. you or me. Yeah. So it's nice to try things like that. They're different out of the box and yeah. It was definitely different Yeah. not doing it after a drink. But how did you feel <laughs> mentally from it? Do you know what? It's like that, because I've done it. I've completed something I'd set out to do. Yeah. So I felt good. Yeah. So yeah, I feel I feel good for doing it. Definitely. I, know, like, I knew that I was coming in today and being like, oh, I completed the challenge. Yeah. Whereas yeah. last week we'd not seen a sunrise or a sunset, so we felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I know, definitely. I'm the same, really. I think when you complete a challenge, it makes you feel so much better. But what I loved about it was, is it is quite a relaxing one in a way. It's like you're stretching, aren't you? Oh, yeah, because you're tall, mate. You had to probably get down low. <laughs> I did, I did. So. <laughs> so it was good for me to stretch and stuff. Nice. A little morning stretch. Nice. Also, Adam, if you are listening, I know you like to listen to the podcast. My mum was like, how well spoken is he? And I was like, yes, mum, he's an inspirational speaker. That's probably why he does it for a living. She was literally like, she listened to him. She was like, oh, he's very well spoken. He's so good. Honestly, <laughs> I have seen his him doing his speeches and he's amazing. His story is so inspirational. So oh, wicked. Guys, look him up or get him in for a chat. I was going to say, why don't we try and get him in for a chat in the future? Yeah, we should do. That was your invitation, Adam, if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Ben Shires. Yes. You found this guy. You find all these people. You're very know, good, Kat. I know, I know. So, Ben is a presenter. He is known for quiffs and everything olden because he loves dressing like back in the day. Oh, well, this will make sense for the challenge that he sells then. Shall we have a listen? Yeah. Hi, I'm Ben Shires and I'm a TV presenter. And this is my challenge for Cat and Jazz. Because I'm a detectorist, I love going out and finding things in the wild, out on fields that no one's seen for years. I appreciate you might not have your own metal detector, but you can still do something similar. So I challenge you to go out on a walk and keep your eyes to the ground. See what you can find. It might be something quite modern, or you never know, you might find an old coin or even a five or 10 pound note. Wouldn't that be nice? But that is your challenge for this week. I mean, can we laugh about the dog? I know, honestly, that dog <laughs> just, bless. the dog was absolutely adores him doesn't it i know we wouldn't leave him alone i know but so if anyone was wondering what that noise was that was ben's dog because we obviously <laughs> had to do the interview well he sent us a challenge over zoom so yeah. uh yeah that was ben's beautiful little puppy so cute i think she was called olive oh, which is I'm, such a nice if i've name. got that wrong then sorry but i don't know why it would be in my head <laughs> if it's not right <laughs> such a cute name and i know that he does a lot of walks with his dog so i like this challenge yeah i mean Purely because I, I might find a five pound note on the floor. Don't you love it when you go out and you find something? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Do you know what? I feel like, yes, it is us walking again. I feel like we've done a lot of walking, but we're good at walking and it makes us happy. So why would we not walk again? Exactly. And do you know what? I feel like I will look for things though now, mm. especially because I, I, I've obviously said a million times I like my canal walk. Yes. Um, there's got to be something. It's Manchester Ship Canal. There's got to be stuff around there. There'll be there. some dodgy stuff in there, I'm sure. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but there's got to be stuff around there. Yeah. 
I'm excited. We'll have to, we'll like show and tell next week what we found on our walks. Definitely. I think that challenge is good for people that don't like walking as well, because it's an incentive to go walking. You do not know what you'll find. Imagine if you did find like a five pound note or some sort of like antique coin that's from back in the day, like Roman times. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. That'd be top, wouldn't it? It would. Or like some China. China, yeah. Yeah, like a little bit of China. And then you can sell it and make a lot of money. Exactly. So go <laughs> for that walk this week and see what you can find and then comment on our Instagram and tell us what you found. Very nice. I like it. I like yeah. it. So Jazz, what is your peak and pit of the week? So my pit, right? My pit would have started off as being my peak. Okay. I started, I thought, I got my head in the game. Mm. Started back on my training. No, yeah. I tried to bench the other week, hurt my arm. Mm. But this week I thought, I'll squat this week. Got back into my squats. I used to love squatting. It was my favourite exercise, I my favourite session. <laughs> Loved leg day. Yeah. But because I've not done it for so long, purely because I've not had a gym. I'm, I like the environment of a gym. We've got all the gear at the flat. Yeah. I'm just not motivated to do it, unfortunately. But give myself a kick up the ass was like squat. Mm-hmm. So I did. And now what? I can't walk, mate. <laughs> I can't sit on a toilet. I can't go down the stairs. I'm in so much pain. Mm. My quads are on fire. Yeah. My hamstrings are on fire. My glutes are on fire. I f- it's so painful. I'm. You probably can smell the deep heat. Like, <laughs> can you smell it? Because I've covered my legs in deep heat. I'm in so much pain. Yeah. And I was trying to do something good. I thought, oh, get back into your exercise. Get back into your squatting. And I, I think I went too hard and I'm broken. Yeah, so I just feel broken. I'm in pain. I was meant to go on a run this week and I had to bail on that because I'm, I'm literally <laughs> walking like the Tin Man. That's so funny. That's so, hilarious. It would have been my peak that my exercise was back up, but it's just, I'm very, very sore. You need to keep doing it. I know. Well, this is a thing now. Like I'm back in. I'm back in. I understand yeah. that I'm in pain right now. Yeah. But that's part of the process, isn't it? It just yeah. shows how much I trained beforehand for me to be in so much pain now when I literally did probably the lightest session I've ever done in my life. Oh, God. And I'm in agony. So that is my positive now. I've got to sort that out. I've got to get back into it, get back up to the numbers I was doing and hopefully compete by the end of the year. That's my plan. Oh, my God. Because powerlifting competitions have started back up and yeah. there's been a bit of a buzz about it. And so I'm... Yeah, maybe. Let's let's give it a go. My numbers are nowhere near like what they used to be. Yeah. So I think when I get back in a gym. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I just think we've got to get back to normal now, haven't yeah. we? We can't carry on no, just lying on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that was really nice. And my peak of the week is I'm really enjoying reading at the moment. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I've always read, like I've read since I was little, but I've recently... Well, I bought my mum a couple of books for Christmas. And yeah. you know when you do that thing where you buy them a present knowing that they'll read them and then give them to you? Yeah. It's basically was a present for me. <laughs> and I've really enjoyed the books that I bought my mum. Um, it's been really nice just sitting down, getting cosy. and just, just Not scrolling on my phone, not watching yeah. a telly, just with a good book. So at the moment I'm reading The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. So what's that about? Well, it's basically like about a family upstairs. So this family move, <laughs> I don't, in case anyone wants to read it, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah. this family move in this other family 
upstairs in their house and just basically they just ruin their life but it's a proper little thriller it's gripping i love a thriller yeah i'm I'm near the end and i'm really enjoying it but i'm already like thinking oh what book am i gonna read next because i'm enjoying that time on my own away from my phone and just focusing on that so if anyone has any book recommendations please throw my way i love a good thriller i don't think i'm stable enough to read like a sad (laughs) book right now i love jojo moyes yeah. She is an, an author I, I read all the time, but it's all like her books are quite sad. I'm not stable enough for that right now. So just send me a thriller that I'm not going to cry to. Yeah. What's your peak and pit of the week, Kat? My pit is the fact that I'm still very much cold. What? I'm freezing still. But your boiler's fixed, right? No, it's not fixed. No, mate, no. I know. I'm not even joking. So I'm still cold. Still got cold water. Stop. Yeah. So I joked last week being like, ah, it was about 10 days ago you told me your boiler broke. It's literally like 10 days ago that you told me your boiler broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're just still hoping. I can't, I honestly can't believe it's still not sorted. I promise you now, I'd be getting in my own person to fix the boiler and my landlord would be getting the bill. <laughs> I promise you now. I should, shouldn't I? 100%. Get so, you should have had an emergency person in anyway. I can't believe you've left it this long. I know. Well, someone did come round and then I think it was the, the price that was going across and it, I think he was holding off a little bit. No, uh, no, yeah. no, no. Some, I'd have phoned anyone. Yeah. Emergency. They'd have come out at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'd have paid for it to be fixed and then I'd have sent them the bill or just if he didn't want to pay it, I'd have stopped paying my rent until he, it was paid. Well, something needs to happen because I'm absolutely freezing. That's not fair. It's not on that. Yeah. I hope your landlord doesn't listen to this. I don't think, no, I've never, <laughs> met, I've never met my landlord in my life. Right. So I don't think they know who I am. Either. I don't care if your landlord listens to this. If your landlord is listening to this, <laughs> sort it out. Yeah, so... Feel sorry for me, guys. I am cold. I don't know how long I'm going to be cold for. Hopefully not long. Oh, cat, that's not okay, mate. No, it's not okay. But, you know, things happen. Next week, it will not be my pit. I'm going to guarantee that. <laughs> It'll be your peak that you want. <laughs> I know, yeah. The peak has been going into the office. I've You went into an office? Yeah, I went into an office. You saw people? I've seen people. Yes! It's so nice. You know what? It's such a nice energy buzz when you from from going from working from home to going into the office because you're seeing people you're interacting you know it's just fun to catch up and you I'm driving again because I drove to a couple of schools today and you know it's great being in the car and getting used to driving because I've not driven properly for ages have you not noticed though that there's a lot of traffic so I feel like we're not in a pandemic anymore like I know. everyone is out and about like it's busy isn't it yeah yeah exactly I don't understand what's going on <laughs> I thought that yeah I thought that but that's nice. Yeah, so that's nice. A nice change. It got me out of the house. Got me to actually wear bottoms and <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Brilliant. I like it. Mm. I like it. Someone's wrote in, a lady called Sam has wrote in that her peak this week has been the sunshine in Glasgow. Oh. I know. The weather has been lovely, hasn't it? Oh, it's been gorgeous. Yeah, it's been nice. And also Glasgow, like just anywhere in Scotland makes me happy. I know, I miss Edinburgh so much. Oh, mate, Edinburgh is my fave. I know. Purely because it reminds me so much of Harry Potter. I'll never, <laughs> ever forget that feeling where you just turn around that, that street corner and it literally looks like Diagon Alley. And yeah. you're, you're in Edinburgh and you're like, this is magical. I know. It is good. It's top. Pitt is exam stress. Oh. I know. I I can't really relate to this because I, I've, I've only ever really, I've not really done anything exam-wise apart from like your standard GCSEs. I can probably relate to this. Yeah, I was going to say you're... I went to uni and stuff and yeah. college and that, but it was a very long time ago. <laughs> well, I went to college, but I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I've ever 
had exam stress. Yeah, worried about that, if that makes sense. I think the only time I really worried about that was the GCSE because, you know, but I feel like with uni and that, it was a lot more written work rather than like, it wasn't, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like dissertation and... Oh, I can't ever imagine like, thinking back now, I probably was worried about my GCSEs, but I'd probably look back and say, say to myself, you don't need to be worried because they mean absolutely diddly squat. I know, they do. But at the time, it's it, huge it means, for you, isn't it's it? Huge, isn't it? And I think with what's going on now with COVID, I think that they're gonna, a lot of people are going to feel a lot more, everything's going to be heightened. I think anything's so, been stressful during COVID, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Go to Tesco's been stressful during COVID. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, li- try and relax. Try not stress. I know it's difficult when someone says that to you because I'm the worst person who says I don't stress out. I'm still like stressing out. But yeah, we, we hear you. It's a difficult time for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. It's not a normal time. It's weird. But like I've said, positivity because the light is at the end of the tunnel. And other people are in your boat as well. Think of it yeah. that way. You're not Loads alone. Loads of people. Yeah. Loads of people. Thank you so much for writing in though, Sam. Really appreciate it. Make sure you write in with your peak and pits because we like to know. We do. We want to hear from more of you. So write in, tell us what your peak and pit is of the week. Yes. And we can give you a shout out. It can be anything. It can be like something mega, like you could have passed your driving test. Yeah. Or it could be something as trivial as they'd ran out of your favourite halloumi in Sainsbury's. Mm. Yeah. That's not happened. That was really weird that I thought of that, like it had happened to me, but it hadn't. Well, something similar that happened to me this week, actually. But they are, they can be a big pit. They can be a bit... It can tip you over the edge, that stuff. It can. Could be your one thing, getting up and getting out of bed and going to Sainsbury's. Yeah. With your little list going, right, I've ventured out. You might be scared to go out right now. Yeah. You've ventured out, you've done it. You've got your little mask on. Mm. You're pushing your little trolley and they might not have what you want. And it yeah. can tip you over the edge. It can. You go to that strawberry aisle and there's no strawberries there. And you're like... Shall I tell you what I cried at the other night on telly? What did you cry at? So it was a programme about Heathrow aeroplanes. Right. And it was the last Boeing 747, the last time it was going to fly and it was taken off. Right. Right, this is really ridiculous. And basically, <laughs> so many people had turned up at Heathrow to watch it set off for the last time. Like people that worked for Virgin, yeah. loads of young kids. This guy was like reporting on it. <laughs> And they were told that it was going to take off from the north runway. Right. And then it got changed last minute and it was going from the south. Right. Should have seen the little faces. They were all upset that they weren't going to see it take off. Everyone were crying. Oh my God. And then this guy phoned up. Just don't know how he's got connections in air traffic control, but he, he did. He was well connected. <laughs> oh my God. Phoned up and said, really? look, you should see the crowds down here. You need to set off. And they did. Air traffic control at Heathrow Airport changed the runway to back to the north <laughs> runway so everyone could watch this Boeing 747 take off for the last time. Yeah. It got me. I cried. I'm sat there crying. Is an aeroplane taking off? Oh, mate, though, but they'd called it Forever Young <laughs> in remembrance of all the people that had died young working for Virgin and stuff. And I was gone. I was like, as if I'm crying, a plane taking off from Heathrow. No, but you know what? Sometimes emotions can get heightened. We're in, we're, we're in a pandemic. Like, tip me over the edge. Everything can tip you over the edge. Tip it? me over the edge. Yeah. Again, guys, we've gone off piste. We was about to say <laughs> like and subscribe, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. We just get caught up, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Bye. Bye.